0: In the name of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ, fellow redeemed, a little boy was lost in a large shopping mall. When he found out he was lost or realized it, he said, I want my mommy. The mall security people took him under their wing. They treated him to a hot dog, a chocolate milkshake and a teddy bear to hug. And he even got to watch cartoons on the Disney Channel. And eventually, the woman security guard got off the intercom and said to the little boy, one of the guards have found your mother. And the little boy didn't miss a beat. Don't tell her where I am. I like it here. Okay. We appreciate the sentiments. Sentiments. But even more, we appreciate the mall security guard or staff taking care of business. Somebody's got to do it. Otherwise, we might go merrily on our way thinking everything is just fine when in reality, something is seriously out of order. We may think business as usual, the new normal, is quite adequate when really it would leave us lost forever. In today's gospel lesson, we hear of Jesus, the 12-year-old boy, who was lost. But Jesus wasn't really the lost one. He was in the right place in the temple. He was about his father's business. In fact, he was taking care of business, the father's business for us. He was doing for us what we intend to do. Maybe we think what we're doing, when truth be told, we might actually be sitting back there sipping a milkshake and watching cartoons, quite content being about our own business. Thank the Lord, therefore, that as our text for this morning shows, that all the Father's business has been done done for us by Jesus. No doubt, we really do intend to be about our Heavenly Father's business. Certainly, that was true of Joseph and Mary in our text. Now, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to custom. Mary and Joseph had some important business God had given them to do, to attend to. And to begin, of course, they had the business of God had given every Israelite. They were to go to Jerusalem on a regular basis to worship at the chief festivals, especially Passover. And what's more, though, the particular faithful Jewish couple had the duty of raising God's own son in the faith, seeing to it that he was trained in all of God's law. This they did. Every year, they went up to the feast. Now, this year, their son, reaching the age of of Jewish custom called spiritual young adulthood, they took Jesus along very admirable, faithful. We, God's people, here intend to be about our Father's business too. To improve this or that, we call it New Year's resolutions. Perhaps going on a diet, exercise, stop smoking, limit ourselves to one martini. Maybe we've made resolutions about spiritual business as well. To follow the example of Mary and Joseph by being more faithful in our Sunday morning worship. To gather here on a weekly basis around word and sacrament. Maybe we're resolved to begin regular family devotions. To pray with our spouses and children. Maybe we've had a resolution to put better use of our talents here at church, whether it be in the teaching ministry, the music ministry, the men's and women's ministry of the church, or even perhaps giving to the Lord, being faithful to it generously. As believers in Christ, we really intend to do those things. And that being faithful about God's business. God the Father's business. So how are we doing? Maybe we think or we assume, suppose, that we're staying pretty well on task, being about our Father's business. At least so far, we've only finished three days in the new year. Let's look again. Let's look again on Mary and Joseph. And when three days were ended, they were returning, and the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it. But supposing him to be in the group, they went an acquaintance journey. But then they began to search for him among the relatives and acquaintances, and when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. And after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. Remember, Mary and Joseph had a tough job to do. God had given them the vocation of raising the Savior. And woe to them if they should misplace him somewhere along the way. So surely they were, he felt about what they were doing when they looked here and there. And Mary herself, as our text says, was graciously distressed. It might be at the busy airport looking for the right concourse or your gate. Or driving on the freeway in a strange city late at night and taking a wrong turn or in the eyes of the children the first day of school and they can't find the homeroom worse did you ever lose a small child the little one who had once in your in their hand in yours and then he was gone in the crowds that streamed out of a stadium after a game or in a shopping mall and then you panic and you know the business jobs one two and three your only business, to find your child. Perhaps we suppose we're being about our father's business when we're stressing out on things now. We know are critical. Emotional hurts, sicknesses, COVID-19, cancer and chemotherapy, divorce, death, terrorism and turmoil, crime and corruption in high places and in low drive-by shootings, our relationship with God, does he really love us? Will our sins cut us off from him forever? Will I, what if I don't keep those New Year's resolutions? What if I let the Heavenly Father down, fall at his business or fail at his business? Jesus had a gentle rebuke for Mary, stressing. He said, why? Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? Now, I like the King James Version a little better. I must be about my father's business. Jesus rebuked to Mary as a loving one. He is to free us from every stress that comes along. There's need, there's no need for you to be anxious, he's saying to us, because I am about my father's business. In fact, I am taking care of all that business for you. At Christmas, Jesus came from heaven to rescue us from the hurricanes of trial and trouble. He came to save our sin-tossed souls. Mary and Joseph found Jesus in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening carefully and asking them questions that we can only assume were brilliantly insightful. And all who heard it were amazed at his understanding and his answers. That was the Father's business. God's Son had been given the vocation of being the Father's anointed one, the Christ, the Savior of the world. Already at age 12, Jesus was was tending to business, learning everything the scriptures revealed about his mission. And of course, this was only the beginning Jesus perfectly would understand everything the inspired prophets had written about him. That he would battle, have a battle with Satan, perfectly keeping the law for his brother and sister in humanity had failed to keep. And he would work miracles of love, healing and, free- and freeing those struck down by the effects of sin. He would, gather the, he would gather a following, but that soon enough, they would abandon him, rejecting by rejected by his own people, condemned, and having the whole weight of mankind's damnation pressed on him, that he would be forsaken even by his father and killed. That was the Father's business for him. And Jesus knew all about himself in those scriptures that he discussed in the temple. And Jesus would take care of all of that business, every detail for us. It's all done. Our stresses, our sins, the hurts, the sicknesses, the worries of our world, our fears about how God sees us. Jesus has taken care of them all. He has seen to it by finishing every task that the Father gave him that God will be with us through all of these everyday crises as we go about our business and for eternity, free from every stress. A couple of you and I She was the first woman or person to swim from Cuba to Florida without an aid of a shark cage. In fact, this was a feat. It was a feat over three decades in the making. Dehydration before staggering ashore in Florida. mission accomplished at the age of 64. This had been a dream the business to which she devoted her life but for us jesus devoted his life from infancy to boyhood to the cross to the empty tomb to being about the father's business all done for us amen